Hey guys, and welcome to Happy Hour with Ashley. Who doesn't love a good happy hour? I'm coming at you real and unfiltered to talk about self-care, mental health, and everything in between. This podcast is designed to encourage, educate, and uplift each and every person that listens. I'm coming from both a clinical and a personal point of view to discuss various matters dealing with mental health, self-esteem, self-care, and everything in between, things that happen in life. Happy Hour is here to let each listener know that no matter what you may be going through, you can turn your obstacles into triumphs. So go ahead and like, share, subscribe, write a review, do all those great things, but just make sure you listen. All right. Welcome back to Happy Hour, everyone. Happy Friday. I hope you had a great week at work. Um, We have a guest back on. We had her on Season 1, Episode 5, and it is St. Jane. For those of you that don't know her, I'll let her go ahead and introduce herself. Um, Hello. Uh, My name is St. Jane, also known as Gage Gaines. I'm the founder of... um, 911 St. Jane, which is an organization that's just here to bring light to the issue of mental health challenges in the African-American community. Um, I live with bipolar disorder and I am a survivor of suicide. So I just really use my story and that of my parents to raise as much awareness and educate our community the best way I know how. Awesome, thank you for coming back on again. Um, For those of you that are just new to Happy Hour, she was on season one, episode five, after the attempt where we both discussed um, prior suicide attempts and living with mental illnesses and things like that. So if you're interested, tune back into that. But today we have her on to talk about finding your perfect therapist and challenges you may face in therapy. So, you know, whenever we want to improve our inner selves, our relationships, our jobs, our whatever, and we want to find help with anything that's going on, um, Sometimes you seek therapy. Not everybody seeks therapy, especially in the African-American community. It's such a taboo. But for those of us that do seek therapy, that's what we do in those times. But the thing about it is, why should you have to get even more stressed out hunting for the right therapist? So I know that, for instance, for me, I just moved to Texas a couple of months ago. And even before moving here, I began looking for a therapist. And for me, I want a black female therapist close to my age because what is a white male therapist gonna do for me? What is a older, older black female therapist can do something for me, but I just, I feel more comfortable with somebody around my age and that looks and and makes me feel like they understand where I'm coming from. So since I've been here, I haven't been able to find one. And that, you know, that, that kind of sucks. Have you ever dealt with that? <laughs> yes, I definitely have. Um, so I've been in therapy, let's see, God, I was in consistent therapy for four years. And my very first therapist was a white lady. And it was awful. Um, like just even having basic conversation, you could just tell that there was a major disconnect. 
Um, and then truthfully, when it came to understanding my culture and the stigma that was within my family, she wasn't able to um, really bring two and two together. So she wasn't able to educate them. So whatever I was learning in therapy was practiced outside of that actual room, you know what I mean? So um, she ended up having a baby, thank goodness. And she referred me to um, a black African-American woman, probably like middle age, and it changed everything for me. Um, so I was actually discharged from that person and have been back on the search for probably the past year. And I was just now able to find somebody within the past month. Oh um, my gosh. So there were, yeah, so it was a lot of challenges, um, but I agree with you. I prefer somebody that looks like me. Um, I did try other female therapists that were white and there was something against them. It just was not, um, I don't know, I didn't feel connected. I didn't feel as if they understood a lot of the problems that I was having. Um, and yeah, I just feel like the culture aspect is necessary when you're trying to change your life for the better. I definitely agree. Even yeah. saying <clears throat> the last therapist that I had in Atlanta, it took me a while to find her. Like I was, I was dealing with a lot um, around this time last year. And so I was on the search for somebody and I actually had found her previously earlier last year, but she was all booked up. So when I found her again, and then I have TRICARE. So TRICARE is weird um, as far as like, you have to get referrals from your PC, your primary care and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, that just alone is difficult, but you know, finding her and I really wanted her. came up where I got a new job and this is going into challenges for me um I got a new job where I was working overnight and her office hours were only Monday through Friday three to nine so I'm sleep at that time so then again there I go not having a therapist and then so like I said I come out here and I mean I've looked over 60 miles and haven't found anyone <laughs> and it's crazy I'm like oh my gosh because I, I wanted to have somebody out here because I was moving and this was a big change but yeah, yet to find one. <laughs> so one of the best resources that I've been able to um, use when it comes to finding a therapist and being in a new place, I'm not all the way in Texas, but I am like an hour and a half away from the city, um, was Facebook. Like there are different Facebook groups and you can put in um, like what your insurance is, whatever like your stipulations are and therapists will come back and let you know. Like that's how I found the lady that I'm with now. And you can put your preferences. Like I prefer a black woman closer to my age, whatever the case may be. And it does, um, it has proven to be useful. That's the only way I got with the lady that I'm with now, to be honest. Yeah. And then how do you, how, how important do you think it is to find your perfect therapist, like the perfect therapist for you? Um, I think it's extremely important because you're only there to, to be honest, you're there to talk about your deepest, darkest challenges and things that you've been through, whether it be trauma, whether it be stuff that you're going through every day, relationships, whatever. Um, and you have to feel comfortable and you have to feel comfortable enough to be vulnerable and to even take what they're trying to help you with, you know, um, if that's not there. It's kind of just like a waste of time and yeah. it's never going to be an immediate like click I had to go through three to get to the one that I have now yeah I agree do you think you can build up that comfortability with a person or do you think you you when you know you know that like they aren't a good fit for you so okay that's funny that you asked me so I had to build up my comfortability with the lady I have now because I'm skeptical of almost everything and so when I first went 
I just kind of sat around. I was looking at her office. I paid attention to what she had on. Like, I'm going to be honest. I was paying attention to everything. Her mannerisms, oh, what she was saying. I look at a picture before I go to some Yeah. And she didn't look like her picture. She did not look like her picture. So, you know, I was a little, a little taken back. But I say probably after the third session, um, she built really good rapport. She basically followed what uh, my preferences were so like I went to therapy for a very specific reason and she was able to like deal with that but um you know I mean it's like any relationship you have to build trust and build it from the beginning yeah I agree I definitely agree and it's 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 uh, it is a relationship it's just a therapeutic relationship so in order for you this is the person that you might be telling something you don't even tell other people so of course you want to feel like you can you feel like you can trust them like it you know it's a level of trust there so that you can pour out your heart and get through whatever you may be going through if it's something deep like that but um i wrote down 10 ways to find a good therapist so i want to go through them and then each time we go through one i'm going to ask your opinion on it and see what you think all right okay cool so 10 ways to find a good therapist so the first way don't look like in the yellow pages i don't even think they have the yellow pages anymore but don't look like that like don't google well you can google somebody but it's all about getting the reviews and getting like seeing if somebody like word of mouth so maybe asking people you know if they know of anybody or like saint jane said going on the facebook groups and finding exactly what you want um social media is a good thing too because like i said the therapist that i found in atlanta she had a facebook page that i her her business facebook page not her personal but she had like different little things and i was like really attracted to jet to that because i was like oh you know she seems like i would like her so finding the new way to find a therapist versus how the old way might be what do you think about that um i would definitely say referrals have been my best bet the therapist i have now was actually referred to me through my prior therapist um who basically like changed my entire life so i trusted her but she only found this lady via facebook so i'm big on referrals i'm actually building some type of resource kit with a list of therapists that are local um but referrals are everything i as i'm sure you do as well i have a lot of clinicians that i work with and so they're able to provide a lot of names and i just kind of keep them in my phone honestly yeah and also when 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 you are asking anybody for a referral um especially to a mental health therapist you don't have to go into the details of why you're Mm -hmm. looking for somebody unless you want to just Mm -hmm. say you know i'm looking for a therapist i got some stuff going on do you know anybody do you recommend anybody so Mm -hmm. it's based on how you feel about that um another way you can find a good therapist is and this is going back to referrals as well asking family or friends if they know someone um just make sure that the people you ask are supportive and not trying to you know be nosy and figure out what's going on but just even that word of mouth for your doctor or your dentist they also have referrals as well um and i think saint jane said this as well you well using a known therapist as a resource so if you have a friend or a friend of a friend who's a therapist if like you said if there are you know you have a lot of clinicians that you know you know you have a lot of support things like that ask them for a referral therapists refer to one another all the time so say somebody reached out to me as a don't specialize in what they need um 
then of course I would be like, well, at this moment, I'm not working with that type of population, but I can send you to this person or I can recommend this person. So, you know, hopefully the person would understand that you're trying to help them find somebody that's going to be right for them. So it could be somebody coming in for couples counseling or anything like that, referring them out like that. A therapist can help with that as well. And you, you mentioned that. Mm-hmm. That's actually been one of my best referrals as a therapist offering help from another therapist or referral. So yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, use resources at work. Many places um, of employment have EAP. If you don't know what EAP is, it's Employee Assistance Program. These services can be in-house, but they're mostly out the house. So basically, you'll have a list of EAP providers. You'll reach out to the EAP provider for whatever company you work for, and they'll give you a list of people. Um, And then from there, it depends on where you work and what their sources but you can have between three appointments to eight appointments something like that I've never seen more than eight but um it, it's usually it's 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 a part of most employees packages and if you don't know you can go ask your human resource department to find out more but also you can oh and the other thing about EAP it's completely free like mm-hmm. it's provided it's an assistance program provided by your job and for me when I because I've actually used EAP before with school when I was in my degree for counseling and at work I've always asked EAP for somebody that accepted TRICARE so after I finished the EAP sessions that were free if I liked them I could continue on services Have do you have any knowledge of EAP or anything like that? Um, for sure. So when I first started working for the state, that was really my first time um, learning about it. But I have, I personally didn't go because I wanted long-term therapy, but I have a lot of friends that went and that's how they got it start, got started off. And then like you said, they were able to continue or get referred out from there. But it was really good for them to even get used to the idea of therapy because a lot of times it's new and why not try it if it's free? Um, and then just continue and see if you're even comfortable with it. And if so, then, you know, you can keep going on with the whole process. So, I mean, I love it. I love free stuff. Um, <laughs> yes. I definitely, and I love resources that actually work. So, um, yeah, for sure, the EAP is definitely it. Okay, another resource to um, find a good therapist, schools and universities are resources. So, if you have a child that's in school, your child's school is likely to have a school counselor or nurse that knows somebody that's a therapist. Or if you're in a university or college, um, they also have campus mental health services or counseling services on campus that do have psychologists and social workers and counselors on standby to help with a wide range of situations. Um, just like EAPs though, if you need longer term services, they will refer you out. And most of the time, with uh, with university uh, mental health programs and things like that, they won't really go into intensive things. So it's it's basically kind of like an EAP where they just do short term type of solution focused therapy. Or if you need more intensive therapy, they're going to refer you out anyway. And then I'm not too I don't want to talk bad about school counselors, but from what I've heard, it isn't mental health really at all. They might touch on it a little bit, but school counselors are a little bit different. So, but they can refer you out to, you know, therapists as well if you need um, in more intensive mental health. So that's another way to find a good therapist. What do you think about that? Um, no, yeah, they, uh, a lot of the schools, like I work with elementary, middle, high, and college students. And I actually work for a community service board. 
So if the schools aren't able to address like their actual mental health needs, they'll probably refer them out to the community service board. Um, and they're within all the counties and that is basically free services. They're provided by the state. And I personally go into the schools, visit them during school hours, like pull them out of the class and work with them through skills and things like that. So there are, therapists will actually go into the school and do it as well. So there's a close relationship between the schools and a community service board if they are referred out to a particular program. And then I also work closely with UGA. That's a totally different relationship, but we have a close relationship with them as well to where they'll refer out to the community service board. Okay. And yeah, I actually worked in the school system as a community-based therapist. I only lasted two months because it was too much for me, but that's another thing that they do have counselors that will come into the school and have the kids come out of class and do therapeutic work with them there. So that is another option. Um, Using your insurance company, if you do have insurance, you know, reaching out to your insurance and basically asking them who is within network, who can I go see for um, therapy that my insurance accepts. And for those that don't, I'm glad that you mentioned it. Um, community service boards, there's a community, ser- well, there should be a community service board in each county. I know, I'm not too familiar with Texas, but I know when I was in Georgia, um, they have a community service board for each county and a community service board, like she mentioned, is free services. So basically free um, therapy, free psychiatric care, so you can get on medication if you need it. Um, basically free mental health services are you um um, go ahead i'm sorry oh no you're fine um oh well i just lost my whole train of thought so there's an app called zocdoc i'm not incorrect yeah z-o-c-d-o-c and that allows you to put in your insurance information and it'll actually bring up any type of doctor that you're looking for and you're able to filter it out between where you're located um and you can make your appointment via that actual app that's probably one of my favorite things when i was trying to find a doctor because it also shows their reviews so kind of like a one-stop shop for everything but i always had a challenge figuring out like my insurance and who would accept it and so forth because a lot of therapists don't accept insurance at all um and that was a challenge for me because therapy is expensive if they don't accept it and um, that's just not something that i was willing to do Um, But the good thing is there are people out there that are more than qualified that will take your insurance. It's just a a little challenging. And that's actually one of the challenges. Yeah, that was actually one of the challenges I meant to um, bring up earlier. But yeah, it's definitely it's it's some work that you have to put into it, but it's definitely worth it. It's definitely worth it. So, yeah, something like ZocDoc and even like your insurance company, their website, you can probably get a list of people that they support as well. Same thing, like finding a regular doctor is the same thing. And even bouncing off of what you just said, you know, with the internet, they have um, this thing called Psychology Today. So it's psychologytoday.com. And basically it's that same thing, but it's for therapists and psychologists and social workers. So what you'll do is you'll go on the website and you'll type in your zip code or a zip, say you don't want to get therapy in where you stay, but you want to get it by your job. Whatever zip code, whatever area you want, you'll type in what type of insurance you have. And then from there, it'll come up with some more filters that you can do. So you can do male or female, you can do um, whatever type of specialty you want. So whether it's, you know, women's issues or PTSD or depression or suicidal thoughts, cutting, thing like that, you can click that in and it'll pull up everybody that's supposed to be taking your insurance that deals with that specialty in that area. 
And again, like I said, I looked on home for psychology today for somebody in my area now, and it was nothing but old white people. And I was like, no, <laughs> nothing against <laughs> those therapists. It's but just preferences. They just weren't my all. vibe. They yeah. weren't my vibe. Just a preference. That's all. Yeah. So have you ever used psychology today or do you know about it? Um, I've heard about it. I have not used it. But now that you brought it up, I will be um, adding that to my resource list. So um, that's Yeah, I love it now. I'm going to look into it. Yeah. They're, from on psychology day, once you do find somebody, because so when me and my ex were together, we needed couples therapy and I wanted to make sure I got a black male therapist so he would feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I actually found somebody like so in with psychology today, it pulls up a profile and it has a picture of them it has like a summary or a bio or whatever and then it has a link to send them a message via psychology today or you can go on their website or you can call them whatever but it has all that information so from the psychology today profile it can take you directly to their you know their actual website so you can look more into it and things like that but that's one of the ways that you can narrow down your search you know based on what you have i'll definitely be using that finding a good therapist is don't limit yourself set and don't set limits on yourself um, by titles or logistics so you know even though social workers have been around longer than counselors and marriage and family therapists and psychologists and all of that they pretty much all do the same Um, minus the psychiatrist psychiatrists mostly will just talk to you briefly and prescribe you medication but um, social workers, psychologists, marriage and family therapists, um, counselors, I can't think of anything else, but we all provide the same type of services for the most part, which is psychotherapy. Um, and the effectiveness of a therapist is not dictated by what letters they have after their name. So not dictated by if they're a social worker or a counselor or a psychologist or a marriage and family therapist. If they were trained and they went to school and they have that degree, then they're able to provide those services to you. Um, Also, don't limit yourself just to -to face-to-face. Now, I mean, I just started at the VA and the VA even offers this feature. So they have Skype and telephone. Um, If you live in an area, so this is probably what I'm gonna end up having to do here. If you live in an area where it's difficult to find a mental health professional locally, you can always turn to telesessions using a telephone or Skype. Um, while Skype counseling is a specialized service, there are therapists providing online counseling. So um, I know with the VA, they have a thing called VA Connect. So that's for um, some vets that have been in the system a little bit longer and maybe they live a little bit further out and can't get to the VA where I'm at. We can do telemental health services so they can be in their house. Um, I know there's a lot of things on the internet one of them I think is called better help there's another one I can't think of but those are telemental health services as well where you can go and it's like an app you download and you look for a counselor now I don't think they take insurance um so that's something you'd have to look into but that's another tele tele way to do therapy and like I said the therapist that I had before she provided it we could do over the phone or she had she didn't use Skype she used it something that was more um more confidential but I did do some tele tele sessions with her as well but um this this new service this telephonic and telemental health services is something that's getting bigger and better and especially if people are not as comfortable you know going out and being in front of somebody they don't know this might be a way to build up 
Um, do you have a lot of information on telemental health services? I do not. I've had one experience with it, and I'll be honest, it was not the best. Okay. Um, like the service wasn't good, the call kept going in and out. I just it wasn't the best for me. I'm not downing it. I do have friends that use it and it's convenient for them. Um, sometimes it's more so on demand. And if they need somebody to talk to at that moment, they have that option. Um, so I definitely, it's whatever is a, like what works for you. And I'm a true believer in that. You have to do what's best for you and what you're most comfortable with. Um, so I personally do not have much experience in that. But I do remember when it first started coming around, I was like, that's pretty cool. Only because some people have severe anxiety to where they probably don't mm-hmm. even want to leave their house, yeah. let alone go sit in a new office. And I understand that. So um, I think it's pretty cool that they're actually able to offer services to meet people where they are. Yeah, I agree too. So now that we talked about some ways to find a therapist, what have been some challenges in therapy that you've had or that you've heard about? Um, oh goodness, let me see so many let me think of one off the top of my head um I tell you what I don't like I don't like therapists that curse I find it to be um very unprofessional especially like the very first session I had a session with the lady probably like a year ago and um I was telling her about like my childhood trauma and sexual abuse and things like that and she basically was like well what an asshole and I looked at her like (laughs) Did you really just say that? Yeah, like you're a professional, first of all. Second of all, like you just totally removed removed your objectivity. I don't know. It was very uncomfortable. Um, so that was one thing. Another one was just simply a therapist not connecting and not really saying anything. It was very boring. Um, and then what else I don't like is when a therapist doesn't listen and they feel as if they know um they know what's best for you in that moment if that makes sense like I'm a big believer in a person-centered recovery and treatment and um yeah so that's those are always been challenges for me a therapist that'll take you where you are and then somebody that's culturally competent and knowledgeable and willing to have uh, different conversations regarding that and then just people being professional you would think it'd be like you know expected but sometimes it's really it's not yeah yeah no I definitely agree with all of that some of the challenges that I've had though um finding what I'm looking for so I'm, I'm experiencing a very big challenge right now I can't find what I'm looking for but even so before that you know finding what I was looking for because uh the school that I went to for counseling is a pretty big school in Atlanta that a lot of people go to well before it shut down it shut down now but anyway so early in my search for therapists as I think while I was still in school or right after I had graduated was I would go because I went around a lot then because it was a lot of times I would go in the office and I would see that diploma on the wall and I'm like oh they went to the same school I went to I don't want to talk to them because you know just feeling like not saying they would but the feeling like I'd be judged Mm -hmm. so not finding what I'm looking for um another challenge I've had is money so even with insurance, the copay can be sometimes ridiculous. So like, yeah. I know I for me, it's $30 self-pay. I mean, not self-pay, copay. So if I want to see somebody, if I'm sh- dealing with somebody really, dealing with something like that's really bothering me right now. So I want to see somebody every week, right there, that's 30, 60, 90, 120 a month that I'm paying for um, mental health mm-hmm. if I'm needing it every week. Um, and then if I don't want to pay that much and I'm having to limit myself so that... I can only see them once a month or every other week so that it won't be so much of a financial burden. 
And another thing for me was availability. And that goes back to the last therapist I had with her time constraints and my time constraints. So those are some of the challenges that I face. Um, no, I can definitely relate to the financial challenge. Like my copay is 45 and mm. I was originally mm. going, <laughs> right. That's I was tough. originally going, like I was all geeked up. I was excited. Like, okay, I'm gonna go every week. And I sat down and I read in my budget. And I'm like, that's not going to work because not alone yeah. am I having to pay for, you know, therapy. I still have to pay for my prescriptions and so forth. So my entire mental health bill per month is, it's pretty extreme on top of paying for my insurance. So, um, you know, I mean, financially, it's even with insurance, it is, it's, it's hard. It's when people say it's an investment, it really, it's a real life investment for sure. Oh yeah, it, it yeah. definitely is. But if you're, if you're dedicated and, and really want this investment, mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely worthwhile in the end because if you go in and you're, you, you, you actually put forth the effort and you do what you need to do um, to accomplish whatever goals you went into therapy with, it can help you. So it is an investment, but it's something, it's an investment that can, you know, be beneficial and it'll be worthwhile investment. I, I can say that. Yes, I can try one of the best things I've invested in was my brain. And I tell <laughs> that all the time. For yeah. sure. Are there any other challenges you can think of? Um, I tell you the truth, the biggest challenge I've had is finding somebody that I agree with you about not really paying attention to the degrees on the wall and not really paying attention to the letters because we all do the same thing. But finding people that are equipped to deal with certain issues has been a challenge. Like some people will have their services listed. So like we deal with mood disorders, I deal with trauma and so forth and so forth. But all trauma is the same. Yeah. Yeah. And then once you get down and you do a whole consultation and you waste $50, they come back and tell you they can't do anything with you. Like you're too much of a challenge. I've had that happen twice. And, and that I would was, say, yeah, that sorry. was hard. No, that was hard. It was just kind of like, I don't even feel like doing this again. So it took a lot for me to get back up and start the yeah. process all over again. And that's why I would say doing your research and your homework is very important because again, there's some people that are going to say that they, you know, specialize in trauma, but they only do like the base work or they talk about it and process it. If you're, if you're dealing with intense trauma and you're trying to recover from some things, you need to find somebody that specifically specializes in trauma. And when they specifically specialize in trauma, that might be the only thing they do. So they might do EMDR, which is eye movement desensitization rapid something like that I something like that but it's something that helps with trauma or people that do exposure therapy and things like that but people that specifically focus on that one thing when somebody um when a therapist is has taken and that's when it'll come to the certifications and things like that when they have more um certifications in a certain type of specialization then you know that they are able to help you with those more intensive things or like mood disorders and things like that because although a, a, a psychotherapist can help with everything there are some um specializations that need a little bit more in-depth work and therefore it might be best to do your homework to ensure um that that therapist completely specializes in that if that makes sense yeah. And even just doing a phone consultation before you go into that paid consultation, because yeah, that that would definitely suck if I got somewhere and paid for an intake, and then they tell me, "Well, I can't help you." Like that would suck. That would that yeah. would demotivate me completely. Completely. I think I went to one more after. I mean, I was I was livid. I mean, that was probably one of the worst experiences I've had when it comes to this. But um, you know, I kept going and I stuck with it. 
and um, it's been beneficial but I definitely say do a phone consultation before and those are free and they'll go through like what you're looking for what your challenges have been if you've been to therapy before just kind of seeing where you are and they should be honest enough to say like if I can't help you here's again like a referral out or whatever the case may be Um, but I mean truly figuring out what you need and what you want for that moment yeah I agree any other challenges that you can think of um, I don't think so not necessarily I think my biggest challenge was myself oh um, yeah sometimes we can be her biggest challenge oh my goodness it was a lot of days I didn't want to put in the work and it was frustrating I even had a therapist the one I stayed with for four years she threatened to discharge me only because like I was late for a few weeks at a time I just I was not taking it seriously and when she started to discharge me I got my life together like I was on time I was putting forth effort in the actual session so I was probably my biggest challenge at one point um, and I still am sometimes I don't feel like going sometimes I don't feel like participating I still put in that work once I'm actually there but I can definitely say I'm probably like one of the biggest challenges as far as dealing with it consistently I agree with that too I definitely been my, my biggest you know I've definitely been a big challenge to myself um for sure what are uh so I know I went over some ways to find your perfect therapist, but do you have anything to add to that about finding your perfect therapist? I mean, I think that that's pretty, I think that's pretty legit, figuring out exactly what you need. Like I said, finding out their specialties. If you want marriage counseling, make sure that that's, you know, something that that, that they actually offer. Um, and then I think we went over everything, honestly. Going over the reviews, I really encourage somebody to look up ZocDoc because it has everything like a one-stop shop and it's an app on your phone. Um, Yeah, I mean, and don't be afraid to reach out to people that are just talking mental health, such as um, this podcast and then even Sam Jane, we have a lot of resources at hand. So if you just want to hit us up on Instagram and things like that. Yeah, I was just going to say, where can they find you at? Um, It's 911, Sane, S-A-N-E, Jane, J-A-N-E, on everything so that's instagram that's the website that's facebook that's twitter um i think that's all yeah that okay be. so yep everything is 911 same game all right and do you have anything else to add today before we close out the episode anything you know about what you have coming up anything you know anything <laughs> Um, so my biggest thing would be you are, and this is everybody that's listening, you are deserving of happiness and um, you actually have to put in the work to do so. So please take care of yourself and go to therapy if that's what you need and feel like you really want, enjoy it and empower yourself through just conversation. That would be my goodbye message. And as far as what I have coming up, honestly, I'm in therapy right now, like intense therapy, and I'm kind of chilling. Like I'm really taking in this entire healing session and processing. So I probably won't be back into the field as far as St. Jane and working in the community, probably until like January. And um, yeah, I'm cool with that. So catch me in January. I'll be back out um, doing events and stuff like that. Awesome. Well, thank you again for coming on again. It's always good to talk to you and hear what you got going on. Thank you Um, for having me. Yeah. And guys, again, she you can follow her uh, at 911 St. Jane on every social media platform, including her website. But thank you guys for tuning in and checking us out. And until next Friday, peace out.
Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's counselor network, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. Visit BetterHelp.com Ashley. That's Better. H-E-L-P.com slash A-S-H-E-L-E-I and join the over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And a special offer for Happy Hour with Ashley listeners, you get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash Ashley. Thanks for tuning in to the episode today. Be sure to go follow me on all my social media handles. On Twitter, it's Happy Hour Ash, spelled with A-S-H-E. On Instagram, it's Happy Hour with Ashley. You can find me on Facebook at Therapy with Ashley. And my website's www.ashleyjohnstoncounseling.com. If you want to go ahead and be a supporter of me financially and this podcast to help us grow, go ahead and click the link under details or you can go to anchor.fm slash happy hour with Ashley slash support. That's anchor.fm slash happy hour with Ashley slash support. And don't forget to like, share, subscribe, Apple reviewers, wipe me a review and make sure you listen. Have a great day.